This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 118 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. So in today's episode, we are going to focus on vacation travels and some of the things to be aware of, depending on how deep into the wilderness that you roam. So we're going to talk about how to avoid encounters with America's most dangerous predators. We're talking about wildlife predators. Even though getting off the grid can be a sanctuary to most of us, it is definitely not a place to let your guard down. Women in the outdoors are increasing in number every single year, whether it's through hiking, camping, fishing, or hunting. Heading out into the field is a great way to relax and unwind. Just remember that even though getting off the grid is a sanctuary, it's definitely not a place to let your guard down. It's always important to stay on your toes and keep your head on a swivel. When you're enjoying the great outdoors, you are entering the world of the predator. The predator that we're going to be talking about today are the wildlife predators. Large wildlife predators can be encountered in almost every part of North America. Being aware of the presence of large wildlife predators is crucial to avoiding a deadly situation. Outdoor enthusiasts should be knowledgeable about five main wildlife predators. These five are black bears, brown bears, mountain lions, wolves, and alligators. It is possible to encounter all of these animals in America depending on your region. These wildlife predators could absolutely pose a threat to your life. You should know where they live, how to avoid them, and what to do if you see one, and most importantly, how to defend yourself against a potential attack. So first on the list, we're going to talk about bears. 
The most common subspecies of black bear in North America is the western black bear. In the southern United States, you will find the Florida black bear and the Louisiana black bear. Some states like Texas are fortunate enough to have two species. In the eastern part of Texas, you can find the Louisiana black bear, and in the western part of Texas, you can find the western black bear. The rarer glacier black bear is found in a small part of Alaska. This wildlife predator prefers a habitat with abundant cover. This cover is relative to the geographic region in which it lives. In the eastern United States, that cover could be thick stands of timber or swamps. In the western United States, it is found in high elevations in stands of pine or aspen trees. In the southwestern United States, the black bear inhabits areas with sparse vegetation, utilizing large stands of prickly pear cactus. Male black bears can obtain a weight of up to 900 pounds, but rarely do they exceed 500 pounds. Females weigh between 120 to 300 pounds. When standing on its hind legs, these bears can reach a height of over eight feet tall. The brown bear is the most widely distributed bear in the world. The brown bear has 14 different subspecies ranging from Europe, North America, and Northern Asia, with a historical range in North Africa. There are two subspecies in North America. The most well-known is the grizzly bear, and the second subspecies is the Kodiak or coastal brown bear. The historical range of the brown bear in North America consists of the western part of the United States from Alaska, most of Canada, southward to northern Mexico, and eastward into Texas. The current range of the brown bear is in the extreme northern part of Canada, Alaska, and the northwestern states such as Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Washington. Alaska is home to 98% of brown bears in the United States, and 70% of these large wildlife predators in all of North America. Brown bears prefer an open range with a clear and unobstructed view. They like open spaces between timber lines. These predators can often be encountered above the timberline or on open tundra of northern Alaska or western Canada. In its southern range, grizzly bears can be found in thick pine forest. They try to avoid the dense undergrowth that black bear prefer. Male grizzly bears can obtain a weight between 500 pounds to the extreme weight of 1,500 pounds. Females range between 400 pounds and 600 pounds. Kodiak or coastal brown bears range between 500 pounds to the extreme weight of 2,000 pounds. When a brown bear stands on its hind legs, it can reach between 10 to 12 feet tall. In extremely large bears, the reach may be up to 15 feet tall. How to avoid these bears? Most encounters occur between sunset to sunrise. Bears are omnivores, so anything that smells like food can potentially attract bears. When camping, the only thing that should ever go inside your tent is you and your sleeping bag. Everything else, especially food, 
toiletries, trash, and even water bottles need to be hung in a bear bag high off the ground between two trees or in a designated bear box. If you are in black bear country, hang your bear bag at least 10 feet off the ground. If you are in brown bear country, hang it at least 15 feet off the ground. When camping in the backcountry, it is very important to remember to cook at least 100 yards away from your camping area. Clean up any ground and dirt that is contaminated by spilled food, and especially if you are hunting, all game should be hung in the bear bags at least 100 yards away from your camp. The idea is containing all smellable items to one area away from you and away from your campsite. When hiking through the woods, fresh bear signs such as tracks and scat is an indication that bears are in the area. Claw marks on trees, a nearby trout or salmon run, or a fresh kill can also indicate bears are nearby. You should always hike with a buddy and make lots of noise so you do not surprise a bear along the trail. This can be hard to do if you are hunting, so rely upon your sixth sense. If something does not seem right, it probably isn't. Always be on alert. If you ever encounter a bear, first, avoid making eye contact, and second, whatever you do, although your body is going to want to do it and your instincts are going to try to take over, do not run. Running can cause a bear to instinctively attack. Make as much noise as possible and try to appear larger than life as you slowly back away the way from which you came. Climbing a tree to avoid a black bear is not advisable because of their hooked claws. Their claws are ideally adapted to climb trees and they can quickly overtake you. Brown bears, on the other hand, are not very good at climbing, but they are so large that when they stand on their hind legs, they could easily reach you if you stop on a branch too low to the ground. Make sure that you are at least 12 to 15 feet off the ground. A bear will typically only attack if it is looking for a food source or defending itself or its cubs. If an attack is imminent, be prepared for a fight. Ideally, you should have bear spray readily available and a firearm as a backup. Depending on your environmental conditions, you may have to resort to your firearm as your primary mode of defense. If either a black bear or a brown bear are following you, or if they enter into your tent and they're looking at you as a food source, you're going to have to be up for the fight of your life. If a black bear attacks, punch, kick, fight, scream, scratch, and do everything you can to stay upright. If a brown bear attacks, try to protect your neck and your vitals and make as much noise as possible. If a bear is defending themselves or their cubs, get as far away from the area as you can, backing slowly away, and hopefully the bear will perceive the threat has stopped and leave you alone to nurse their wounds. Next, we're going to talk about mountain lions. The mountain lion is the most widely distributed large wildlife predator in the Western Hemisphere. The mountain lion's range extends from Alaska, southern Canada, the western United States, 
parts of the eastern United States, Mexico, and throughout South America. The historic range of the mountain lion included all of the continental United States. These animals are very adaptable, surviving in just about any geological area in the Western Hemisphere. Their habitat includes desert areas, coastal plains, mountains, and dense woodlands. Mountain lions can tolerate the most extreme heat of the hottest deserts to the extreme cold of the most northern part of its range. Adult male mountain lions can weigh over 150 pounds and be over 8 feet in length. Females can weigh up to 90 pounds and be 7 feet in length. A mountain lion travels up to 50 miles per hour in short bursts. They can cover up to 40 feet per stride while running and can jump up to 15 feet up into a tree. There are signs that you can look for to know that mountain lions are present, such as their tracks, scat, territorial scrapes, or a fresh kill. Mountain lions are very curious animals, and it is not uncommon for them to watch you or to follow you as you walk down the path. While you are being watched, they may be sizing you up to see if you are worth their effort to attack. They do not usually attack out of defense because they are secretive animals by nature. They would rather leave the area than have a confrontation. Many times, if an attack does occur, it is an ambush-type attack and oftentimes from above, such as a tree or a boulder. As with bears, you should always carry bear spray and consider a firearm as a backup if an attack is imminent. If you do not have bear spray or a firearm, your only other choice is to fight. People have successfully fought off mountain lions with small pocket knives if you keep your mind in the fight. The key to fighting off a mountain lion is to keep eye contact at all times and make yourself look as large as you can and stay on your feet. If you have small children, pick them up and hold them high above your head or on your shoulders so you appear larger than life. Most attacks are on young children, so be extra vigilant when in mountain lion country with little ones. The next wildlife predator are going to be wolves. There are two species of wolves in North America. These are the gray wolf and the red wolf. The gray wolf is the only wolf in its native range in North America. The red wolf was extirpated in its natural range and now only exists on an island off the Carolinas, established solely to save the species. All other wolves in North America are gray wolves. These include the timber wolf, the Mexican gray wolf, and the Arctic wolf. The historic range of the gray wolf is in every part of North America except the southeastern part of the United States. The southeastern part of the United States was the home to the red wolf. The present range of the gray wolf is Alaska, Canada, and the extreme northern continental United States. The gray wolf is the largest member of the canine family. Adult males can weigh up to 175 pounds. Females can weigh up to 120 pounds. Signs that you are in a wolf pack's territory are tracks and scat. Many times you can hear wolves communicating through their barks, yelps, and howls. 
an attack from wolves is more complex because they are pack animals. With wolves, climb the nearest tree or get high atop a boulder. Just get off the ground as quickly as you can. If an attack is imminent, kick, scratch, punch and yell, and appear as large as you possibly can. Finally, we're going to talk about alligators. American alligators are found throughout the southeastern United States. They live in 10 states ranging as far north as North Carolina, throughout the Gulf Coast region, and down to the northern tip of Mexico. Alligators can be found in fresh waters or brackish wetlands. This includes swamps, saltwater marshes, rivers, lakes, and relatively small bodies of water. Alligators commonly reach a length of 12 feet, and there are reports of gators reaching upwards of 15 feet in length. These wildlife predators can weigh up to 800 pounds, and chance encounters with gators in their native range are quite common. This aggressive predator is extremely dangerous because it can obtain a very large size and exists among people. For example, Houston, Texas is the fourth largest city in the United States. Houston's major waterway, Buffalo Bayou, runs straight through downtown Houston and is full of alligators, many of which are reaching up to 12 feet in length. Alligators can be found in neighborhood drainage ditches, in residential yards miles from any water source, and even in backyard swimming pools. Alligators are often encountered when hunting in wetlands during warm periods of waterfall season. They can also be encountered when hiking around bodies of water or fishing. Extreme caution needs to be exercised when small children or dogs are with you near bodies of water in alligator territory. Alligators can be encountered anywhere in the south along the Gulf Coast at any time of the year except when the temperature falls under 60 degrees Fahrenheit. The best indication there are alligators in the area is seeing slides along the bank of the water's edge. Slides are usually muddy and smooth areas where the gator slides into and climbs out of the water. The best way to avoid alligators are to stay out of the water where gators are present. Females fiercely protect their nest. The problem is their nest can be up to a mile from the water's edge. If you are attacked, you need to punch and kick and fight. An alligator eats its prey by spinning into a death roll and drowning its victim. Most people get bit when they try to capture or handle an alligator. If you are pulled into the water by a gator, the best thing to do, if you have the nerve, is to ram your fist or foot down its throat. This will open the palatal valve in their throat, causing water to rush in. The gator should spit you out because water is rushing down their throat, which allows you a brief, only brief, time to make your escape. Knowing what to look for to predict an unintended encounter can mean the difference between a tragedy and an enjoyable outing. By gaining an understanding of large wildlife predators, 
a life and death situation can be avoided. Animals are very unpredictable, but the biology and ecology of these animals remain fairly constant. If you understand the biology of animals and how they exist in a specific area, you can, with relative certainty, know just how to prepare yourself when you're entering into their world. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.